Hey there, are the Black Friday sales a new Boxing Day and will we get a good insight into the health of the economy this year by seeing just how much we spend? I'm Aaron Young, let's get started. Now, streaming right around the world, this is Ticker Today. And wherever around the world you're watching from, thanks so much for your company. This is Ticker Hotshots Today, joined by Mike Loder and Benet Ozdemir as well. Great to have you both with us. Of course, first up, the Black Friday sales set to overtake Boxing Day sales. What is the significance, guys? Really keen to get your thoughts on this because everyone is talking about Cyber Monday and Black Friday it's almost as if Boxing Day doesn't matter anymore, Benet. It, it really doesn't. And I feel like the lead up to Christmas makes more sense when you have two good sales going on rather than just getting gifts during Christmas I feel time. like the Americans showed Australians who were obsessed with Boxing Day. I mean, how many pathetic guys yeah. have been waiting for Boxing Day sales to buy their partners the gift with the old Santa got stuck in the chimney routine? And the Americans went, you know what, Thanksgiving, let's just actually have the sales then so we can get the gifts cheaply in time for Christmas. Exactly. And it makes sense right now as cost of living really yeah. tries to bite us up. And I'm really excited to see all the good deals, especially with you, Mike. I'm sure you're excited with the tech nah, and the me. gaming side. Yeah, Mike, any, any purchases coming up? <laughs> no, none to speak of. I think you were targeting there with a little bit uh, with those partners waiting to uh, <laughs> grab, grab presents for their partners. But um, no, I'm very much looking forward to the tech stuff. It generally goes on sale quite well. And of course, there's online marketplaces for digital downloads of games and things, and they get reduced quite a lot. Well, I'm keen to hear you both because people have different experiences with these sorts of sales. Yeah. Some are cruising online trying to find the best deal and then buying it, the purchases online. Others love to go shopping. Benet, which are you? I love going shopping. It's the whole experience for me and seeing it in person and not waiting on those shipping times in Australia. We're very far behind. And it's not just the shipping times, is it? It's also making sure that deliveries actually arrive. I feel like no matter where I live or whichever mm. office I have, things just do not arrive anymore. It's like they just kind of chuck it out the front and and, and good on you. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I've seen it and I've seen it happen with you as well, especially here in the office <laughs> when we get new technology coming through the door for Ticker. Um, I may can... be known for that. Yes, yes very much so. Yeah. But um, I'm also interested in talking about some of the platforms out there. Timu is something that is very mm. interesting. Amazon Prime mm. is obviously another one. Um, you got me onto Timu. Sorry. Dangerous. Cheap. Why is it dangerous? Uh, so easy. Yeah, and they're easy. very clever. They, I don't know if you've been on it, Benet, but it's like as you're checking out, talk about like decent sales and how they get mm. people on the way out. Um, it's very much those chocolates at the supermarket as you're checking out. They just hit you. Oh, the extra yeah. things. They just yeah. hit you the, with yeah. so many things. The impulse purchase. Uh. I find that the impulse purchase mm. is exactly where Timu gets me. I mean, I just kind of jump on my iPad in the hammock after work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's literally what I do. And I end up on Timu just going, mm. oh, maybe that. And it's kind of fun to wait for something. I take your point though, Benet, that it's all about being able to see it, particularly when it comes to clothes and things like that as well. But the reason we are talking about this mm. topic isn't just about our enjoyment of shopping. It also is the whole idea of the state of the economy mm. as well, Benet, because we've been hearing that discretionary purchases are being held back and that Christmas is less likely to be this huge thing and rather an Aldi affair this year. Definitely. And we're looking into really at those inflation figures and the RBA or any central bank really telling people to stop spending. But with these events, with Black Friday and Cyber Monday, that's really going to, those figures are going to show up how much we're actually spending and where is this money coming from if we're really struggling to pay those essentials? Mm. I'm interested to see. It's coming how out of the emergency fund. 
Well, I hope What, not. your gaming fund? Yeah, well, the emergency fund <laughs> then turns into the gaming fund, ah, and then okay. I realise that uh, I've got too many games to play anyway. It also explains why you don't have a wedding ring at this stage. Yes. <laughs> Business leaders have welcomed a Fair Work Commission ruling that workers being in the office could actually have benefits for productivity and collaboration. i got to say, this doesn't really come across as too much of a surprise. I'm a job-to-job kind of specific person. I think that blanketly saying that it always works if you work from home or blanketly saying it always works if you work from the office, it's task-to-task, right? Surely we live in a world where we can see the benefits sometimes of a co-working space, mm. of an yeah. office where we're all in. But sometimes if you really need to focus, being at home and working on a project is actually really productive. Mike, Couldn't what do you have think? said it better myself. And that's why I've asked you to work from home previously, which you have denied. Um, but uh... Well, no, no, no. I will allow you to work from home so long as I can build an entire television station in your home, right? So this is the thing. If you think of your job, it is to be on camera. Correct. It isn't my expectation. It's the clients who pay ticker for you to interview them, it's their expectation that it is done in a professional environment. I can't have them rock up to your house and therein lies the problem. We can't have flight attendants working from home True. as much as they may ask to, right? What what do you see with that, Benet? Definitely. That's what we saw during COVID, though. We saw those essential workers really come out. And, Mike, unfortunately, you are essential for, for the TV. <laughs> that's so kind you of right, right. Careful, careful, careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in saying that, it, it definitely is task to task. I see it in that manner. And during those circumstances, some people can really work from home and really thrive. But that social aspect and that productivity aspect is really Mm. as important as well. I remember pre-COVID, I interviewed um, some people from AGL, which is one of the big power companies in Australia, at their offices in Docklands, not far from where we are. And this was pre-COVID. And the point that they were making about their workplace is it's project-based. We don't care where you do it from, but it's the deadline that matters. So whatever circumstances it takes, for you to get the deadline and to make sure that everything is working well, that's all that mattered to them. And this, a few years ago, it didn't feel like it was about um, making sense. It didn't feel like it was about workers' rights or going to fair work. It was actually a perk. Now it's obviously becoming an expectation, Benet. Definitely. And looking into that, you find different jobs and contracts are really looking forward to bring those people back into the office. They're looking for candidates that are suited for the job that are willing to spend five days a week in the office. And I feel like some sort of discrimination is definitely going to pull through. And we'll see how that is pulling through, especially what we see with the high court. We're hearing that for a lot of females, they want to work from home because obviously having children, being able to look after things, not that it's just females who look after things and have children, but in the in, in the real world outside of the ABC's inner circle of Melbourne, I know you both love the ABC, uh, but the point is, is that out in the suburbs, it is very common for yeah. uh, the female to want to work from home and the, the distances to travel into the CBD, if that is where the job is, mm. that is where the problem lies, right? So it becomes mm. um, both a cost of living thing about getting into work and then it becomes looking after pickup time, etc. It just makes sense. Mike? Something I was curious about when um, big CEOs started telling people to come back into the, um, you know, in the office. Yeah. It was almost a bit of a, like a, an unfair, don't want to go back, can't believe they're making us go back. There was a reluctance to return to the office for a little while there. 
um, as if the CEOs or Which the is so weird because we all yeah. hated lockdown. Why would you carry it on? There was a resistance. <laughs> it was a very bizarre. I could never understand it. It's yeah. like lockdown is over, but I'm going to stay working yeah. from a one-bedroom apartment. I think if I had had to work from a one-bedroom apartment, I wouldn't be here today. I would have rather <laughs> had COVID without having the immunisation. It was a terrible situation for us to go through. Um, but the question is whether or not people have the right to yeah. be able to push yeah. back. And that is what we're now finding, Benet, um, as one of the big concerns that Fair Work is having to deal with. Of course, and we've seen this in the High Court this week as well, with a company actually winning a case against their employee that complained that they couldn't work from home and they weren't mm. allowed. So it's interesting to see that this push is actually being supported by the High Court now, and we'll see what's gonna happen. Yeah, absolutely, all right. Now, 56% of professionals are finding it challenging to detach from work-related digital devices after hours. So how do you stop thinking about work? Such an interesting point. I run a business called Ticker. Definitely. So, uh, the idea of being able to switch off is, is pretty tricky, particularly when we have a US operation and we have different time zones. And if you don't answer an email, it can lead to ruining the rest <laughs> of your day. So there is this kind of slight anxiety, but also being a journalist, I'm used to being woken up. Um, Benet, how do you deal with it? Because you're someone who has several jobs mm -hmm. and there's always something going on, right? Yeah. I feel like I cannot switch off unless I'm sleeping, which is an interesting way to put Does it. Does it interrupt your sleep? No, because I put my phone on do not disturb. So even if someone was dying, I would not oh, So if I it. ring three times, I still get through. Thank you for letting me know that will work. <laughs> Please don't. But I, I cannot switch off. My brain is in that constant news cycle. Mm. And even on the weekends, I'm looking at notifications it's a journalism curse. Yeah. It is. I was watching an interview yesterday with Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, and he was asked about the notifications that we get and whether we're all addicted to our phones. And he said, yeah, he's actually horrified when he counted how many, it's not how often you are calling someone or yeah. how often you are mm. texting someone. It is how often you are interrupted yeah. by your device. Now think of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, as well as emails. We often think it's emails, but Work is now everything. It's everywhere. Mike. Yeah. And not only that, you know, we're a lot of people are marketing themselves in some form or another on social media. You know, our lives are broadcast uh, 24 hours <laughs> a day. It's this insane 1984 That's your kind fan of, club yeah. though, Mike. It would constantly say. My saying, fan club. Yeah, you know how, yeah. My mother. The one you got all your photos for. Go, Mike. Yay. Looks great. <laughs> Who will probably comment on this clip here. But yeah. Um, no, it is, it is interesting you two talk about the journalism side of things because when I started working at Ticker, I wasn't as uh, online. Mm. And slowly but surely, as time goes on, I've got TikTok, I've got Instagram. You you download the apps and you delete them and then you download them again because you feel like you're missing out. And that's why when Threads came about, there was this element for me of not another one. Mm. What are you both doing with Threads? I'm keen to see because I, I sat on the screen. You can now deactivate it. And I sat on there for about 30 seconds the other day deciding whether to or not. Benet? Well, I'm getting that feeling of deleting it, but I'm... I have that fear of missing out. I'm getting FOMO from it because if anyone can post anything, what if mm. I miss out? What if something dramatic happens? What if threads becomes a big thing like TikTok? TikTok was musically beforehand and then it became big. What if threads really steps up to be the next Twitter if Elon Musk just keeps bringing it down? Mike, you yeah. got threads? Absolutely not. God, no. no. I took one. No, really? I took one. Well, well, Twitter or X as it's now known was so... Um, formidable for news and updates, as mm. you were saying. 
I just don't know if it's going to take over the way they no, want it to. No, I think so as well. I think they never quite got the news aspect right, but I am noticing That's engagement on Twitter is dead. It is. X or whatever. You could post anything and it just isn't getting anywhere. I think it's the same with Facebook now as yep. well. Mm -hmm. I think it's really Instagram and LinkedIn it's for me It's stories anyway. as well mm. for me. You get yeah, more engagement stories, from people responding from stories. And it's three-hour binges of TikTok for me. Right. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, no, I found TikTok I'm dropping off as well. Really? Yeah, I'm really finding TikTok. I actually deleted it off my phone, found myself bored recently while traveling and thought I'll download it again, which is when I have time. And it was like the same people, the same thing, the same gags. And I'm seeing different people make the same gags, which is dry, which is like yeah. my joke, which is don't replace your jokes, replace your friends, and you're always fresh. <laughs> and then, which is interesting you said because that is exactly what happens. You see the same insights from several different happy-go-lucky people jumping up on All your right, phone. guys, we've got to leave it there. Benet yes. and Mike, as always, thanks so much for your time. Good Thank to chat. you. And that is the show for now. For more, head to tickernews.com. Aaron Young, we hope to see you soon.